You know, there's a saying around here, step into the uncomfortable, because the uncomfortable is what got us here. I just, you know, give it a chance, keep an open mind, but it's, it saved my life. Welcome to Casting Light, stories of recovery and hope that happen here inside Guiding Light in Grand Rapids, Michigan. And I'm Phil Tower. I want to thank you, first of all, for listening to our podcast. This is episode 36, by the way, and we remind you that every day, Guiding Light has a mission of providing safe and secure living arrangements for the men that are here going through recovery, seeking a way to self-sufficiency and dignity. I especially want to thank you, our donors that happen to be listening, or our potential donors, for showing these men that you really care. You're putting your dollars and your donations to work to make these programs so successful. And your financial support is making a real difference. If you'd like to make a gift today, you can do that while you're listening to this podcast at guidinglightworks.org, guidinglightworks.org. And we hope you'll tell a friend about our podcast. My name is Phil Tower. I am really honored to be your host for each of these episodes, and I'm pleased to welcome someone that I'm very honored to be with as well. Jim is a current recovery client. Also enrolled in the Achieve program, which is job training through Goodwill, a partnership that Guiding Light has here. And it's a very important and very helpful training in getting the people in recovery here back into the workplace, which is very important, very significant role in their recovery. Jim, first of all, thank you for being here. I, I told you at the beginning we're going we're to make this like this was your life. We're going to go through every year of school. Then I told you we weren't going to do that. So for our listeners that were hoping to hear all that, that's fine. First of all, thank you for being here. Tell me a little bit about your journey and what brought you to Guiding Light. I understand you've been here in recovery for five months. You've been working through the Achieve program. We're going to talk about that. But talk a little bit about your life before you were accepted in the program here at Guiding Light. Um, boy, I was married. Um and I was drinking pretty heavy then, um, and she left um, in October of 2020, um, and I lost the house and everything, and so I ended up living out of my truck in hotel rooms for the year, um, and then in oh, November, November 28th, um, I was sitting in my truck and drinking, and um I just said, God help me. And, you know, a few minutes later, you know, something popped in my head. You need to go and go now. So I ended up going to the ER and up in the psych unit and detox. And they found Guiding Light. Um, and a week later, you know, February, or not February, um, December 5th, of 2021, I was on my way up here by cab ride, two hours from Coldwater. Mm. So you're originally in Coldwater. You were mm -hmm. married, drinking contributed to the end of your marriage, and then you're living out of your truck, living in hotels. Mm -hmm. What was that like? I guess I made uh, made the excuses, especially living out of my truck. Um, you know, working working jobs and everything, I'd bounced around a lot. Um, mm -hmm. But 
I, I, I come up with the reasoning behind living out of my truck, and, you know, I could save money for alcohol. You know, the rent in a motel room was, you know, roughly, what, 260 a week? Um, so I figured, you know, living out of my truck, I could save that money, you know, for food and alcohol. And, um, and, and living out of my truck, you know, I found that if I, if I got a job at like McDonald's or something, they would actually provide me the food. So then that would in turn give me more money for alcohol. Mm. So, um, were you drinking around the clock, um, meaning drinking while you're working or just drinking at night? And what, what was it like? It was, um, for the most part, it was, it was drinking a lot. I mean, I, I would, you know, come home, well, come home, come back to my truck after work or whatever. And on my way back, you know, I'd stop at the liquor store and pick, pick me up what I needed or, you know, go back to my truck and pick up cans and take them back and, um, and have enough money and you know I, I knew if 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 I would get a 30 pack or whatever then that would give me three dollars later on to buy more alcohol so right. um yeah it just uh but after that long and I've got to say really difficult way of living you just had that moment where you just said help me God yeah. and yeah, I don't. You heard you heard that. Hey, get help. You went to the ER, you detoxed, mm -hmm. and you ended up at Guiding Light. Yeah. Had you heard about Guiding Light? I didn't until um, that weekend detox. Um, and and when I went in there, you know, they knew me pretty well because I was in there before. But um, you know, they they asked me, it's like, Jim, what do you want to do? And I'm, you know, and I've been to two other recovery places. You know, one in um, Brighton and one in Palm Springs, California. Um, and there were 28-day programs, and, you know, I thought I was cured, and I started back drinking with them. Yeah. But, um, you know, with the detox and cold water, I just told them, it's like, you know, the 28-day programs don't work for me. Hmm. Um, and initially they, they, they called Teen Challenge, um, and, and I talked to them, and it just didn't, it wasn't um, clicking for me, um, you know, when I was talking to them. Mm. So then, then they found Guiding Light, and um, I, I went ahead and called, and I talked to Brian. Um, and, uh, you know, we talked to him a couple times during the week, and he's like, well, come on up. So the uh, hospital paid for the cab ride up here, and... I, I came up strictly on faith and faith alone. Mm. I had no idea what I was getting into. <laughs> I've heard that from a lot of <laughs> men I've talked to, which is normal, which is good. But I want to give you credit for knowing that you needed help and you needed more than a 28-day program. Mm. That's pretty smart. I call it a gift from God or whatever it is. You had the intuition to know you needed that. And as we've talked about in this podcast before, not everybody is accepted into Guiding Light. So you had to wait. Right, yeah. What was that like? It was, um, you know, I, I have a lot, a great deal of anxiety um, from, um, you know, December 5th till December 8th when I was accepted. It was, you know, I spent the whole weekend um, just sitting and thinking in, in, in my head a lot and not knowing what to expect and mm -hmm. 
people, you know, asking questions and people saying, well, if you get accepted and I'm like, well, what am I doing here? You know, if, you know, so, um, yeah, it was very, uh, nerve wracking, but you got in. Yep. And that was December 8th. As you spent your first couple of days here, what was going through your mind? I mean, as you were kind of processing this, got to be some relief. Hey, Mm -hmm. I made it in. But kind of walk me through those first couple of days. What was it like? You were meeting the men here. You're kind of getting the routine. What were you, you know, what were you thinking in your head? It was very... At first, I th- it felt very institutionalized, um, um, a lot of structure, um, you know, a lot of routine, and I wasn't used to that. I mean, mm-hmm. um, but you know, after after I don't know a week or two, you know, it got it got into the system and started working out and everything, and it um, you know it kind of clicked. So, did you have in those first several days, which obviously turned into weeks, did you have any part of that routine that became something that was something you really looked forward to or appreciated? I did. Um, you know, we were required to go to church and everything um, and take classes and, you know, one-on-ones with our life coaches and everything and therapy sessions and so mm-hmm. on and so forth. And that, you know, the, the whole thing has been... Um, it's been challenging, that's for sure. Um, you know, like, you know, I was saying earlier that, you know, totally out of comfort zone and that's, that's what they want. They want you out of your comfort zone. Um, and being uncomfortable is okay. So yeah, I've learned a lot. Well, you're five months in, which is longer than any other recovery you've gone through, right? Right. Yep. So if you look back on that now from here we are talking in April, I mean, you got to give yourself credit for that, right? I credit, yes, but I can't, I can't get complacent with it because I know, I know this is a lifelong journey now and, and Mm -hmm. it's something that I can't, um, I can't forget that. Yeah. Yeah. And the men here. Jim, a lot of them have had similar journeys like yours. Mm-hmm. You've picked up any wisdom from them? Oh yeah, it's 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 you know everybody here is like a family. It's it's you know we're all brothers here, so it's it's kind of it's kind of nice to have that that support system and and be able to talk to people and um you know I've never had that. I've never lived with twenty some guys, you know, and you know everybody gets along, which is strange but i mean it it does i mean everybody clicks together so yeah there are a lot of things about guiding light that are different were there some things you thought wow this is really different and then maybe you weren't sure if you like that different because you you've talked about that there's this unsettled part where is this gonna work is this gonna click um talk about that a little bit it's it's you know i guess those first couple weeks, you know, I wondered, you know, what am I even doing here? Why am I here? Um, why were you doubting? It, it, it's, it's, I I think it comes down to the uncomfortableness. Um, 
just get me out of here. I want to go live in my truck. Well, yeah, it just kind of like, and, and that was the whole, the whole thing, you know, you, you spend a year isolating. Well, for me, it, I mean, I isolated even when I was married, but you isolate so long and then being around a group of people is kind of like, man, you know, I'd, so it, it, it took some time getting used to, yeah. but it, it, um, some people are just better by themselves yeah. and you know, they can take being around people for a bit. I'm kind of like that myself. You know, I don't like big crowds. I don't like big parties and things like that. But mm-hmm. at the same time, the camaraderie, camaraderie of these men, it is a powerful element here. The spiritual direction, like you said, the mm-hmm. routine, it all adds up. And here you are five months in as you look forward. It, do you have that much doubt or what What are you thinking? What do you, Where do you see Jim in five more months? I I mean, five more months, that's too far for me to even worry yeah. about. I, you know, I got to go day by day and, you know, put it up to God and give, you know, put it in his hands because I, I, I can't look really towards the future too much. By the way, we're speaking with Jim. He's a recovery client also in the Achieve training program through Goodwill here at Guiding Light on this episode of Casting Light. My name is Phil Tower, and I'm really glad you are listening as we're walking with Jim through his journey here at Guiding Light. I am struck by the fact that I've talked to so many people, Jim, who talked about having this hole, especially a lot of them before they came here, a spiritual hole. Mm -hmm. And it sounds to me like you had some aspect of faith where you just cried out to God in your truck, God, help me. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. And then you get this answer, which says go, which is pretty powerful in itself. Had you been a person of faith, or how, I, how was that in your life? I grew up in a pretty strong Christian home. I mean, you know, we went to church, what, three or four times a week, you know, twice on Sunday, once on Wednesday. Saturday is usually a men's Bible study group. You know, so I mean, we were we were in church a lot, but it just, you know, younger you feel like you're getting it shoved down your throat, yeah. and I just kind of stepped away from it. But sure, a lot of people do. Yeah, but here, you know, and I've 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 heard this in so many of the men I've been really honored to talk to on this podcast that the spiritual aspect here is not beaten into you. No, it's very gentle. But it's very much acknowledged as an important part of that recovery. Mm-hmm. Would you agree with that? I would, yeah. Um, you know, and, and I, I guess I had faith when I got here, but I, I, I wasn't really spiritual. Um, you know, and then we went to the silent retreat, um, and that's where I found my spirituality again. Um, mm, that's a cool thing. Yeah, you know, and going to church, and, you know, I've been to the Buddhist temple, and you know, trying trying new things to find my my outlook on the whole spiritual thing. So, mm-hmm. you know, making it my own. So, you know, if there's one thing I've learned from talking to other men here, and also a lot of other men, just successful all walks of life, almost everyone that I have spoken to, especially it may have taken them thirty years into their life, forty years into their life. 60 years into their life, they realized they needed that spirituality. Mm-hmm. They couldn't be successful with it. And their 
belief, their confession on that was, I knew that it was not weak for me to admit I was weak. I knew it was empowering and strong, and I needed a higher power. And I think a lot of men realize that, especially as they go through recovery here at Guiding Light. You know, you're five months here, and I hope you have great success. I know you're going through the training with Goodwill and the Achieve program, Mm -hmm. and you told me before we started this episode you're hoping to start a new job in the near future, right? Yep, yep. I start Monday morning at Spectrum Health. Um, so, you looking forward to that? I'm pretty excited about it. It's, yeah. it's something I've never really done. So, but it gets you back out into the world. Yep, yep. And I'll be helping people, and you know, that's what I want to do. So that's good. Well, I want to congratulate you on that. Thank you. That's no small step. It's important. There, I know, as a man. And I know so many other men who have said that work component, it really kind of helps ground you, doesn't right. it? Yeah. Yeah. That's so, I'm so glad to hear that. You know, Jim, one of the things that really astounds a lot of people who come through the recovery or enter the doors of Guiding Light, they find out that the recovery program here is free. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you knew that or when you found that out. Did that surprise you? It does. It, it it it's it amazes me. In fact, um, that you know the other the other rehabs I've been to, you know, were you know two thousand dollars or more to to go through. You know, and luckily my insurance at the time paid. But I mean, to come to some place like Guiding Light, I mean, it's it's yeah, it's I I've never heard of it. So yeah. I'm so glad to hear. You say that and acknowledge that and appreciate it. It's it's really, really important. You took the steps, and I want to ask you, as we wrap up our conversation, if there's someone who happens to be listening to this podcast who might be living out of their truck right now, listening on their phone, sitting all alone, mm-hmm. or maybe the parents of someone who's walking that journey that you did until you came in here at Guiding Light, what would you say to them? What wisdom would you give? I mean, they could be listening to us right now. You know, there's a saying around here, step into the uncomfortable. Because um, the uncomfortable is what got us here. Um, I, I just, you know, give it a chance. Um, keep an open mind. Um, but it's, it's, it saved my life, so. That's a pretty wonderful thing. Jim, I'm so honored to hear your story. Thank you for sharing it. No problem. On the next time we have you on, we'll go through all, you know, K through 12, (laughs) five minutes at a time. Thank you so much. And thank you for sharing your story for others on this podcast. And uh, just like you've heard Jim share his story, there are other men here who are going through recovery, having a safe and secure place to live on their path to self-sufficiency and dignity. And most importantly, I want to thank you, our donors. I also want to thank the anonymous donor who made this episode possible. That's really cool, and that means the world to us here at Guiding Light. Your financial support makes a significant and real difference. If you'd like to make a gift today, you can donate securely 
right now at guidinglightworks.org, guidinglightworks.org. Hopefully Jim's story has inspired you to do that. We hope each of you as a listener will subscribe to this podcast and share it with a friend, will you please? With your help, we will attract more listeners and be able to share more stories of recovery and hope. Amazing stories that happen right here at Guiding Light. And for Guiding Light, this has been Casting Light. I'm Phil Tower. Thank you for listening. <laughs>